When I first moved to uni, I was incredibly unprepared when it came to food. I'd always eaten dinner with my family, either sat on the sofa with trays or round the table. I never had to eat alone. So moving to uni where everyone eats different food at completely different times, I was completely overwhelmed. I had visions of family meal time and group cooking sessions, and in reality that just doesn't happen. I'm not sure why this is, why students don't club together, cook a meal for everyone. I mean, it makes sense, it's more economical and it's probably more practical. But yet, so many students don't do it. We sit on our own in isolation and we eat by ourselves and we cook by ourselves. But, well, why? I'm Amy Taylor and this is I Prefer Cooking, the podcast. This week's topic, group cooking. Whenever I go home, I always look forward to being cooked for. My mum will spend the three or four days cooking me meals and making far too many cups of tea. But it's not just the food, but the company I enjoy. There's something quite special about cooking and then sharing that meal you prepared. And while eating alone may not seem that unusual in this modern society, it actually can affect your mental health. Studies have shown that those who eat alone tend to be more likely to be depressed. Eating alone can also be expensive and you can end up with a lot of food waste. My guest today is focused on eating in a group, or rather a mob. I first spotted Mob Kitchen on Facebook. Like myself, they are also a budget food outlet, but they focus on feeding four for under £10 to encourage people. Hello? Hi there, is that Benjamin? It is, yeah. Benjamin created Mob Kitchen to try and encourage people to eat healthier and try and prove that it's not complicated. With his easy food recipe videos, he's managed to create meals for under £10, which can feed a group, and a simple step-by-step recipes. I was, uh, I've always been super into food, and Nigel Slater and Jamie Oliver and Hugh Funny Whittington were kind of my idols, and I never had any food training, but it was always sort of second nature for me being able to throw together quick pasta dish or um, I don't know a salad or something like that flavor combos are things that I had quite a natural understanding of and then I got to university um, sadly couldn't cook in my first year which was hell but I then was, we moved into my first house with four flatmates in my second year and quickly realized that kind of love of food and a like sort of basic understanding of food and flavor combinations wasn't the norm. My best mate Paddy was cooking pesto pasta five nights a week and bacon sarnies on the other two nights. And while whenever I wanted to like think about getting a new recipe, I'd go on jamieoliver.com or BBC Good Foods. For people that didn't really have like a love of food and like relationship with it and who were students who I was contemporaries with, it didn't really feel like for them there was a kind of space that was theirs online that they had ownership of and could go to and find recipes on. So I wrote a little column in a student magazine with budget recipes in and then kind of let that drop. But then two years later, there was that big explosion in sort of overhead bird's eye how-to food videos, which I was obsessed with. And so I decided to hire out a film crew. We shot uh, 20 recipes um, at the start of uh, summer of 2016, all of them feeding four people for under a tenner. I wanted my food channel to be of a similar style to those ones, but actually making food people would really use, not just food porn and that kind of thing. Made the videos, then had to find the music for the videos, and I paid a friend to make the music for 10 of them and then ran out of money. So 
had to approach had to approach some friends who were in bands and ask them if I could use their music and they said yes and so I put that music on the remaining 10 videos and those videos did incredibly well so that's why the there's the kind of music theme to Mob Kitchen now where we team up with young up-and-coming bands and musicians to provide music to all the videos and, and yeah so the videos were done the music was done and had to decide on a name which is a pretty arduous process but landed on Mob Kitchen as it was a kind of inclusive thing and everyone was involved and then yeah launched in October of last year and have just been kind of building and struggling since then. So all of your meals are based at Feeding Four Friends £10. Is group cooking important to you? Incredibly important for lots of reasons. I think firstly having that time at the end of the day to put down your phone, put down your laptop, stand in the kitchen and focus on something, creating something together with your friends and then sitting down and having a meal with them and having conversations with them and engaging with them and switching off from sort of like the day's events and especially screens is a really important thing. I think economically it's important because it's immeasurably more expensive kind of catering for one throughout the week. If you buy in bulk and you are economical um, with what you buy and uh, you do it with your friends, it actually works out as being much cheaper. And yeah, I'd say they're the two main reasons for eating as a group as opposed to um, as opposed to eating on your own and yeah not having that sort of special meal time at the end of the day and it's something I grew up with at home uh, we always had family meals at the end of every day um, and and I think you know it's obviously much more of a common thing when you're at school that you sit down with your siblings or your parents and have that kind of set dinner meal time and I think that's somewhat lost at university I think like you know I, I admittedly at university kind of let that slide a lot it was often me making a pot of soup in the kitchen on my own and going and sitting in my room and watching something on my laptop and I think it's important to kind of have that moment at the end of the day which seems to be getting lost. How important is it to you sort of as as someone who was a student who cooked that other students and young people really do get cooking and cook proper food not just microwave meals? What was frustrating for me is I found that I was able to cook really good meals quite cheaply when I was at university. But then, you know, you heard all this, you heard everyone saying, oh, like, I'm going away from home. I'm going to have to eat like crap for the next three months. Can't wait to get back home to my parents' kitchen. Or I can, all this kind of thing. And what I, what, it was frustrating. So I was like, you know, we've grown up in this culture where when you think student recipe, you think baked beans on toast or, you know, Marmite spaghetti or like, you know, nothing inventive, nothing imaginative, nothing like that people can actually be proud of. And mission with Mob Kitchen was to show people that you don't have to be enormously wealthy to cook kind of healthy, delicious food on a budget. And um, it's achievable for everyone. And kind of filming the videos in the way that we do, the music that we do and the kind of the tone and the voicing that we put with, you know, in our copy and in the videos as well, kind of makes that accessible for students in a way that I, in a way that I don't think was accessible for them, you know, on, you know, Jamie Oliver platform or BBC Good Food or something like that. Do you think there is a negative impact to eating alone? Yeah, I think it's more expensive and I think, you know, obviously it's lonely and can't really see a positive behind it at all, actually. Obviously, Mob Kitchen, it's all about cooking for the mob. What's your favourite meal to cook for all your family and friends? Uh, the, the Mob Kitchen Chicken Gyros is my favourite. I never know how to pronounce it, gyros or gyros or gyro. There are so many pronunciations I always get told off every time I say one of them. But yeah, that's the favourite and that's the most popular video on our channel. It's just, it's such a great, easy dish to cook. Just simply grilling some chicken and a nice yoghurt marinade with a like fresh satsiki and a tomato salad inside a warm pitta. Like, there's nothing better really and it's so cheap and easy.
I am. Um, I haven't actually eaten lunch yet, and I'm now absolutely starving. Um, I'll so, check that one out. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably hop on the YouTube channel now and have to check it out. It sounds really cool. I've no idea how to pronounce it either, though. Yeah, Jones. I know. We've got to find out. If I'll, maybe I'll go to Greece and find out. Yes, find out and and share. So, um, with regards to cooking, what one piece, if there was one key piece of advice you could give to students who want to get into cooking, what would that be? Don't be afraid um, of going and buying some, some nice fresh herbs at a supermarket with some vegetables some, and some garlic and some olive oil and some balsamic vinegar and just throwing something together. Because when people say, oh, all I can cook is pesto pasta or a bacon sarni or I don't know tomato pasta and tomato sauce is wrong like it, it means that you don't have the confidence at the moment in the kitchen to know that if you put garlic and basil and tomatoes and courgettes and grilled aubergines into a salad it will be absolutely delicious you, you know the things on mob kitchen they're not complicated food it's not difficult it's just having a vague basic understanding of the way that flavors go together and using that in a you know in a creative way in each different dip and changing it up a bit so i would say just be confident and if you're wanting to get into it go to a supermarket and pick out you know a nice fresh basket of herbs and vegetables and you know some fresh meat and just go and experiment yeah i do think that's probably the problem with with a lot of students and i've i found through other interviews for the podcast that actually it is kind of confidence in education not many mm. students know how to cook, and I think something like well, why should what they? you do is yeah. really educational. But why, you know, the, the problem is, like, there's no reason for students to know how to cook, because no, there's no education about it. It's weird. It's like one of these, it's the thing that you do three times a day, sometimes. It's probably the thing you do the most in your life, apart from sleep. It's one of the key things to keep you alive, eating, but you don't, you, you don't have a single, even minute of education from the ages of age of zero to 19 when you're in school and education and at home about how to cook and I got lucky I lived in a household where there was a lot of cooking and that kind of ingrained me with a real love of food and I you know took to television and learned more from that but if neither of your parents cook and you know you're not that into it then you're you're screwed when you get to university because there's nothing there for you you've never been taught anything you don't have any understanding or any knowledge and so, like, the idea of, like, you know, having any idea about how to even, like, put something in the oven and, like, what's going to happen to it if you cook it at X amount of time for, X, you know, at X heat, you don't have a clue. And I think that was a really interesting learning curve for me. You know, there are people who are asking these kind of questions under the videos, which I hadn't made clear in the recipes. And when I first saw them, I was like, oh, my God, my audience are idiots. And then suddenly I was like, well, actually, no, they're not. They're, just, they're, just a, they're a product of a system that hasn't educated them in a way that they sh- that they should have been what do you think can be done to fix this because it is a problem i think like some very basic home ec classes being compulsory at schools just taking even taking people into a school canteen and just showing them how do you fry an egg how do you like you know the basics how do you boil pasta how long do you put a chicken in the oven to you know roast it and how you know how do you check if it's done you know and you know this wouldn't take very long and it's very kind of hands-on learning so you know sit in the memory um and yeah i mean i just i think that i think that that's it really i think i'm very basic very basic lessons or tutorials at school or something which can just kind of get the hammer home the basics and yeah leave people in a much better state than they're in now 
Definitely. I think you're completely right. There is this real lack of knowledge when it comes to cooking. It's the second most thing we do in our lives. Yet so many people don't know how to do such basic things. I know when I came to uni, it was the exact same for me. I didn't know how to cook rice or how to boil pasta. And it's such a basic thing, yet a lot of people don't really know how to do it. And I don't know whether it is education in school or what kind of what we can do to really solve this. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to sort of like, that's what I'm trying to counter a bit by bit with this. But yeah, maybe there does need to be a more sort of structural, structural approach to it. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think it's something that's important. And I'm hoping that kind of through this podcast and just through chatting with you, we've been able to kind of do that. So thank you very much for talking to me. No worries. Cheers, bye. Talking with Benjamin really took me back to when I first went to uni. I felt slightly alone when it came to cooking because unlike my friends, I actually enjoyed cooking. I loved peeing in the kitchen and I I really enjoyed creating a meal and there were a few occasions where we'd all club together and we'd cook a group meal. And I remember those times being so happy and so exciting. And I really think that talking with Benjamin and the whole idea of Mob Kitchen has really brought that to light. If you want to see more of the Mob Kitchen recipes, you can always check out their YouTube channel as well as their website mobkitchen.co.uk. As for me, as always, I'm on ipreferkicking.co.uk. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do hit subscribe if you did so you can get the rest of the podcast downloaded as they go live. Thank you again for listening. I'm Amy. Bye.